Join the Thinking in English Conversation Club right now. For just $2 a week, you can join with other English learners, practice speaking, have conversations, enjoy yourself, and use new vocabulary. We run conversation clubs every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 pm, 6 pm, and 9 pm UK time. So there's no excuse. You can join and you should join right now. Join the Thinking in English Conversation Club. Link in the description. Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast for intermediate to advanced level English learners. Jacinda Ardern, the well-known Prime Minister of New Zealand, has resigned after five years in the job. From mass shootings and COVID-19 to having a baby in office, Ardern dealt with many issues and became popular around the world. Today, let's discuss why she resigned as Prime Minister while learning some new vocabulary. You can find the full transcript of this episode for free over on the Thinking in English blog. The link is in the description. Leave a like or rating or review wherever you are listening right now. Check out my Instagram page and YouTube channel for more content. And join my conversation clubs over on Patreon. Here is today's vocabulary list. As always, the written list is available in the description of the podcast and also on my blog, thinkinginenglish.blog. Anti-vax. Anti-vax. Opposing or refusing vaccinations. For example, many anti-vax activists believe that vaccinations are dangerous. Progressive. Progressive. Favouring or advocating progress, change, improvement or reform, especially social or political reform. As in, the progressive movement has been pushing for greater social and economic equality. Deputy. Deputy. A person appointed or elected to act as the substitute or representative of another. As in, the deputy mayor will be in charge while the mayor is away on vacation. To criticise. To criticise. To express disapproval of or find fault with or judge aversely or censure. For instance, the critics were quick to criticise the new play for its lack of depth. Empathy. Empathy. The ability to understand and share the feelings of another. As in, the therapist showed empathy towards her patient who was going through a difficult time. To applaud. To applaud. Showing approval, praise or admiration through actions or words. For example, she was applauded for her response to the crisis, as many felt she handled it with grace and poise. Handling. Handling. The action of managing or dealing with something or someone. For instance, the handling of the crisis by the government was criticised by many experts. Enough in the tank. Enough in the tank. 
sufficient amount of energy or resources to complete a task or maintain a particular level of performance. For example, I'm feeling good today. I think I've got enough in the tank to run this marathon. Jacinda Ardern has resigned as Prime Minister of New Zealand after five years in the job. Although her election five years ago was almost accidental, she went on to become one of the most high-profile world leaders due to her management of a number of crises. However, in recent months, her reputation has suffered. She has been criticised by conservative groups in New Zealand and subjected to abhorrent abuse by anti-vax campaigners. Her resignation is a sign of the great stress world leaders find themselves under. Today, I want to talk about Jacinda Ardern in more detail. Who is she? What were her greatest achievements and failures? And why did she resign as Prime Minister? Let's start with who is Jacinda Ardern. Jacinda Ardern was born into a Mormon family living in the New Zealand countryside. Although the Mormon religion and Arden's family tend to be socially conservative, the young Jacinda grew up surrounded by people struggling. She witnessed the poverty in rural New Zealand and saw families struggling to live and become successful. Her political views were largely shaped by her young experiences. She was a Labour Party supporter as a teenager, and the Labour Party is New Zealand's left-wing political party. After studying politics and public relations at university, Arden worked for a number of different politicians, including the Prime Minister of New Zealand, and she even spent time in the UK working for the British Labour Party and the Prime Minister Tony Blair. In 2008, Jacinda Ardern was elected to the New Zealand Parliament. She was certainly one of the more progressive politicians in New Zealand, with a focus on ending child poverty and supporting gay rights. She even left the Mormon Church in 2005 due to their anti-LGBT beliefs. At the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned that Jacinda Ardern's election as Prime Minister was almost accidental. Let me explain that further. In March 2017, Jacinda was elected as the deputy leader of the Labour Party. At the time, Labour were the opposition party in New Zealand's parliament, and Ardern publicly stated she didn't want to be leader or Prime Minister. Regardless of her statements about wanting to be a leader or not, the Labour Party were suffering badly under the leadership of unpopular politician Andrew Little. Arden's youth and progressive ideas made her a popular figure, helping her become the party's deputy leader. And when, eight weeks before the general election in 2017, Andrew Little resigned as Labour Party leader, Jacinda Ardern took over and led the party into the election. Despite Labour being behind in almost every poll, 
she was somehow able to win enough seats to make a government. Jacinda had only been the leader of the political party for a few weeks when she became prime minister. We can't really say that Arden won that election in 2017 convincingly. Her party only received 36.9% of votes, and she was criticised as being too young and inexperienced. The National Party, the centre-right political party, achieved 44.5% of all votes. Yet, under the New Zealand uh, electoral system, which used proportional voting, Arden was able to form a coalition government with the New Zealand First Party. She became one of the youngest world leaders, she was 37 when elected, and over the following years became highly admired around the world. To many people, she represented the opposite of right-wing politicians and populist governments that had been elected in the USA, so Donald Trump, and many other countries. What were Jacinda Ardern's greatest achievements as Prime Minister? As Prime Minister, Ardern became one of the most respected and well-known leaders around the world due to her handling of a series of major crises. She was particularly admired for her empathy and kindness in response to tragedy. In March 2019, Muslims worshipping in a mosque in the city of Christchurch were attacked by a gunman who murdered 51 people. Shockingly, the gunman was live-streaming the attack on social media the entire time. Arden was largely praised for her response to this terrible crisis. She was pictured wearing a headscarf and mourning alongside the community. Within a few days, Arden had started banning assault rifles and other weapons, as well as organising a government buyback scheme where gun owners could sell their weapons back to the government. Her response made headlines in the USA, where it has been almost impossible to regulate guns. Along with French President Emmanuel Macron, Arden pushed social media companies to be stronger against hateful and extremist content online. The attacker in Christchurch was able to broadcast himself live while it was happening. Thanks to Arden and Macron, this is now more difficult. Arden was also applauded, at least initially, for her handling of the COVID-19 outbreak. Arden put New Zealand into one of the world's strictest lockdowns. The borders were shut for a long time and businesses forced to stay closed. And it worked to stop the spread of the virus. For a long time, New Zealand was one of the only places without transmission of the virus, meaning the only people with COVID in New Zealand caught it in another country. I'll talk about why this policy was also controversial in a few minutes, but the strict approach was very popular at the beginning. So popular that Arden and the Labour Party won the general election in 2020. And unlike in 2017, Arden clearly won the election. She won with the biggest majority in New Zealand since they started using proportional representation 25 years ago. 
she also proved that a woman could manage an incredibly high-profile job, so being prime minister of a country, while caring for a young child. She announced she was pregnant in 2018, a few months after being elected, and her husband became a stay-at-home dad, which was really a celebrated news story. Moreover, Arden helped to improve New Zealand's reputation and image around the world. She became popular everywhere, as people saw her as a strong, empathetic and compassionate leader. She was even described as New Zealand's most popular Prime Minister ever overseas in 2019. The birth of her daughter made her a celebrity. She was the first world leader to take an infant to the UN meetings in New York, and she visited and held meetings with Chinese leaders, the White House, Downing Street in London, and many other countries. What were Arden's greatest failures as Prime Minister? Arden's time as Prime Minister started off strongly, but in recent months her popularity has waned and she has clearly struggled with burnout. Although New Zealand's response to Covid was initially praised, the government was heavily criticised for mistakes and incredibly strict laws. The government quarantine facilities for people returning to New Zealand had problems, as tens of thousands of New Zealanders were stranded overseas due to a lack of places to stay. Arden's decision to have COVID vaccine mandates was also controversial. It caused social problems in the country which had never been seen before. There were violent clashes between anti-vax protesters and the police in the capital city last year. One of Arden's biggest election promises in 2017 was to address the inequality in New Zealand. She had plans to introduce a capital gains tax, but this was abandoned due to opposition from the coalition government. Plans to build affordable houses were also disappointing. New Zealand now has one of the highest average house prices in the English-speaking world. Other policies she introduced were also divisive. Some were popular with many progressive New Zealanders, and hated by conservatives. For example, many of her recent policies focused on giving extra rights to Maori peoples, the indigenous people of New Zealand. In recent months, violence, disorder and crime has increased across New Zealand. Arden and the Labour Party have been described as soft on crime by the opposition National Party. In particular, Ram raids have been a big concern. This is a type of robbery where criminals crash cars or trucks into buildings to smash down the walls and get inside. So why did Arden resign? In recent months, Arden has become increasingly unpopular. As I mentioned, many of her policies have been criticised and she is being constantly insulted by anti-vax protesters. It is clear that there was a growing anti-Arden mood in the country. According to police data, threats against Arden had tripled in recent years, and she had to cancel an annual barbecue 
held by prime ministers. It may surprise people around the world who saw Arden as a popular leader that she was not completely popular in New Zealand. So one suggestion of why she resigned is that she was unpopular. New Zealand has another election coming up later this year and perhaps Arden believed that the Labour Party have a better chance to win without her, with a new leader. However, this is not the reason given by Jacinda Ardern. In fact, she almost gave the opposite reason. She believes Labour will win the next election and she doesn't want to be Prime Minister anymore. In her words, she no longer has enough in the tank to do her job. Being a world leader is difficult and world leaders must experience burnout. Of course, being a politician is a well-paid and privileged job, but it also comes with high stress and pressure, long working hours and a lot of travelling. Jacinda Ardern has a young child and husband who she has spent little time with since she was elected. Arden has also been subject to abhorrent abuse from conspiracy theorists and protesters. Being constantly criticised and threatened is enough to make anyone want to quit a job. The constant stress and long work hours can lead to burnout. I released an episode on burnout last year and many of you reached out to me to mention that you have also experienced burnout. Well, world leaders must be constantly burnt out. So here is today's final thought. Why did Jacinda Ardern resign? Maybe unpopularity. Maybe to spend time with her family. Maybe due to burnout. Or more likely, a combination of all of these factors. Whether you agree or disagree with her politics, I think every leader and every person can learn some lessons from Jacinda Ardern. She reacted to the tragic murders in Christchurch mosques with empathy and compassion to the community and fast action against guns and weapons. More people should act with empathy, compassion and kindness in the face of tragedy. But what do you think? Why do you think Arden resigned? Would you like to be Prime Minister, President or leader of your country? Let me know by leaving a comment on the Thinking in English blog, leaving a comment on Spotify, you can do that now, or reaching out to me on Instagram. Uh, You should follow me on Instagram as well, almost at 12,000 followers, which is incredible. So go over to Instagram thinking an English podcast and follow me there. And I'm very close to 2,000 YouTube subscribers. So go to YouTube and give me a follow over on YouTube as well. I really appreciate all of you supporting and following me. Um, I'd also really love it if you could leave a like, a rating or a review on Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening right now. But most of you are on Apple or Spotify. Uh, If you leave me a rating or review, it really helps to get new people joining the podcast, listening and helping improve their English. And 
helps me gives me motivation to continue reading nice reviews is one of the most important things uh, for any podcaster so whatever podcast you listen to go and leave a review and, and leave a rating because you know one five star rating can make someone feel really happy so go and leave some ratings and I want to take this time to introduce you all to the Thinking in English Conversation Club. I know many of you have joined already, but let's get a few more of you joining today. The Thinking in English Conversation Club is the best opportunity for you to practice speaking weekly, even more than weekly, regularly, twice a week, maybe in the future three or four times a week with different people from all around the world. Right now, we host conversation clubs on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 12pm, 6pm and 9pm UK time. This means that wherever you are in the world, there must be a time for you to have a conversation with us. So click the link in the description or go to patreon.com forward slash thinking in English and join today. It's just $10 a month, about $2 a week to join and you get access to our discord with lots of different information threads and discussion groups you get access to our weekly conversations and actually if you sign up right now as you're listening to this you might be in time for a special question and answer session on Wednesdays that we're currently doing so if you're listening to this on Wednesday morning you might be in time for a conversation club special conversation group question and answer thing we're running on Wednesday so join today there's always stuff happening so many interesting people from doctors and engineers to uh, professors and lawyers people from all around the world from Japan to Mexico from uh, Italy to Chile people from everywhere so please join and even more important you're helping me turn this into a business the more of you who subscribe the longer I can do this podcast, the more secure I am in doing this podcast, the bigger the podcast can get. So please go and join. And I've talked enough. Hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you all next time.